From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for week... F- is this week four or week five, Luke? This is week four? Yeah. Four. Four. Week four in the National Football League. Sorry, I'm still in Ryder Cup mode after what was a very disappointing Ryder Cup uh, for the United States of America. Um, I'm still in kind of... Ryder Cup mode here. So um, here we go, away on another Sunday. You uh, and your Vikings are 1-2-1 one, and one after losing on Thursday Night Football 38-31. I admittedly did not see most of this game, so what can you tell me, and, and, and what are your takeaways from it? Oh, I thought it was a pretty horrendous football. Um, I'm not just saying it because the Vikings lost. I'd be saying the same thing if, the Vikings won 38-31. to 31. But, you know, you have two of the best defenses matched up with one another. Granted, it's on a short week. We typically can see more points scored on a Thursday than a Sunday. But two of the best defenses match up with one another, and they can't stop each other. And they almost broke the Super Bowl record for most yards in a game. They're about 150 short, I think. They had over 1,000 yards, 69 points. It was just it was like arena football up and down the field. And it made for a somewhat entertaining second half. But to me, it was just poor football. And that's really the NFL this year with how wide open it is offensively and for most of the teams the amount of points and yards that they're being uh, that are being put up and the amount of records that were on pace to break this year so Mike Zimmer said for the Vikings the worst pass coverage defense he has ever experienced in his uh, time in the NFL so the Vikings have a lot to figure out and they got to figure it out quickly if they hit the Philadelphia they could easily have one win through the first five weeks the good news is that this is the tough tougher part of their schedule. they got tough games coming up later on, too, but after that Eagles game, it gets a little bit easier where you can find some more wins to get back to 500 and then beyond 500, and nobody's running away with that division yet, but yeah, Minnesota's in trouble right now. they got some things to fix. Uh, the Jets go into Saxonville, a rainy Saxonville, though, with blue skies. Um, you know, this is a big game for the Jets. They're 1-2. and two. Um, They enter an interesting part of their schedule after today. And, um, you know, most people would have this down as a loss going into the year. But they come off the mini-buy after Thursday Night Football, a game where they just got obliterated as soon as, um, as, as, as Baker Mayfield came in the game. It changed everything. It changed the whole dynamics. And you look at the schedule, right? They have these two consecutive road games, albeit one after um, a Thursday Night game. And then they go after today, they go Denver, Indy, Minnesota. Um, That's an interesting three-game stretch, all at home, all home games. A, are you coming here Sunday, October 21st? Oh, no. (laughs) I wish. Uh, Number two, I I just find this this fascinating. Look, we, we, we knew... On, on the Jacksonville side of things, that, that they were due for a letdown after um, the, the, the performance against um, the Pats, this shockingly fantastic both defensive and offensive performance from Blake Bortles, and yet they go out there last week and end up in a defensive field goal-ridden game against Tennessee that I can't tell you one thing about because I wasn't around to see it, and... They lose 9-6. to six. So I'm not quite sure what to expect today. I do know the Jets need to be able to run the football, but they also need to be able to not turn the ball over and get containment, 
no matter who the running back is for Jacksonville, that just lost containment on the edges with, 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 with Baker Mayfield when he came in, that can't happen. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, who knows which Jacksonville team is going to show up. They had that win against the Patriots, and then uh, not only a loss to the Titans, but I mean the Titans did not have a healthy quarterback, and the Titans are a team that their second-leading receiver right now is a defensive back from a punt fake. I mean, that's how bad that offense is, and the Jags still couldn't do enough to beat them. So maybe an opportunity for the Jets to go in there and come away with a victory. But, uh, you know, obviously a tough defense that can pressure the quarterback makes for a tough matchup for Sam Darnold, who after that, that first week, you know, he's a rookie. He's only three starts in. But uh, kind of a tough Thursday against a good Browns team. You'd like to see him continue to progress each week and uh, today, hopefully, put up better numbers, but against a, a team that obviously will be be all after him today. Well, something that was interesting, this is just a very brief aside, the whole Jet team demeanor and body language changed after Baker Mayfield came in. It wasn't just Cleveland. It was something changed. So the Jets have to be able to play, I was going to say 72 holes. Um, you can see I'm still in golf mode here. Um, <laughs> they have to be able to play, uh, what is it, 60 minutes of football Full a full sixty minutes, all four quarters, play to the end um, instead of what they've done at times this year, which is just playing little spurts. Um, you want to do Miami New England, which I think is a fascinating game. The Dolphins are three and zero. Ryan Tannehill has shown some form. The defense is playing well, and the Pats are one and two. And the Pats do this. Um, I, I I don't want to call this a must win, but it is an interesting game. The Pats are at home; they should win this game. They should, and I think, you know, it is a must-win. Uh, you lose this one, and the Patriots would have lost three straight for the first time in 16 years under Tom Brady, and they would uh, have, of course, fallen to the first-place Dolphins and fall, what, three games out of the division already, uh, a quarter into the season. So I think it is kind of a must-win for New England. If you lose here, then you can kind of start to panic. You know, right now people are already freaking out about the Patriots. Fans of other teams are excited to see the slow start for New England. I'm not worried about them yet. I think they go out, they take care of business today. Uh, you, you know, it's a game where New England has been struggling. You have the Dolphins feeling good about themselves coming into New England. And I think this is where Belichick and Brady show them, hey, this is still our division. I find it hard to believe that Brady will lose three in a row, even with the, the playmakers, quote-unquote playmakers that he has right now. And the Dolphins haven't won in New England in 10 years. So this is a big test for New England to see if this team or uh, for the Dolphins see if this team is for real and if they can get over the hump of actually going into New England and beating Brady and Belichick. I don't think they will and also Josh Gordon will see how big of an impact he has for New England as the Patriots start to get a little bit better at this receiver position now moving forward with Gordon today. Edelman will be back next week. They may add uh, Rashard Matthews and so now Brady and this offense will start to click a little bit more here moving forward. Um, and Josh Gordon is active today. G uh, Giants-Saints, very intriguing matchup. Has the potential on paper to be high scoring. The Giant defense in that secondary has to play up. They had a lead against uh, Houston last week that, that they let slip away, and they barely held on um, to win that game. I saw some of that game at a baptism last week. It was a tense crowd, a tense crowd of giant fans in this hotel lobby because the restaurant was, was inside of a hotel. Um, just a, 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 a tense group of people. That, that was a bend-but-not-break situation. This game on paper, I think, can be a 40-35, you know, 2018 NFL shootout game. I don't think it goes that high, though. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Saints are a completely different offense on the road and outdoors as well. This is going to be their first outdoor game this season. And uh, that changes Drew Brees in that offense. I know he's completing like 80% of his passes right now, which is absurd. But um, I think they slowed down today. Uh, and on top of it, the Saints in the last six years are something like 1-8, and eight, I think it is, when they have to play back-to-back road games. They're 1-8 and eight in that second road game, and they average to lose, I believe, by double, double digits, if I remember the numbers correctly. So they don't play well when they have to go to on the road in back-to-back weeks. I think it's the same case today that they kind of have a letdown at the back end of a tougher part of their schedule and against a, a Giants team that, against the poor Texans team last week, we finally saw that offense is capable. And you can give Eli Manning some time. They got the playmakers to put some points on the board. That same defense has been atrocious so far this year. So I think at home, against that defense, Eli and the offense will be able to click a little bit. The Saints will be sluggish on the road, outdoors, and the Giants come away with a win that I, I agree with you won't be too high scoring. I'll say more something like 24-21. Which is right about where the over-under is, which is 52. Um, or, or what Vegas thinks, it'll, it, it, Vegas thinks it will be. I'll, I'll just say one last thing about this. The Giants finally realized that Eric Flowers is not the answer on the offensive <laughs> line. And and that 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 may have saved Pat Shermer's job, and I mean that tongue in cheek. But Giant fans have wanted Eric Flowers gone for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. Baltimore Pittsburgh tonight on Sunday Night Football. I have no idea how, how to read this game. How about you? Yeah, me either. I'm not sold on the Ravens. They were a team a lot of people were talking about in the off season that would be one of those surprise, more of a surprise teams this year to get into the postseason. Uh, I'm not sold on them. And the Steelers are, are similar in that they have so much talent. That defense isn't very good right now. But they have so much talent, and they're just a mess, really, on and off the field. They're on pace to set a record for most penalties uh, for a team in an NFL season. And they have all that this stuff going on off the field. I think they saved their season with that win in Monday night in Tampa, but they didn't look that great doing it. They almost blew that lead in the second half. But I'll say Pittsburgh, uh, they've won, I think, 12 straight primetime games. They do find a way to get up for big games, whether it's in primetime or against division rivals like this. Home on a Sunday night against Baltimore, I think Pittsburgh figures it out. They get the win, and they start to get moving in the right the right direction here moving forward. But they have a lot of things they have to sort out both on and off the field. And I'm not just talking about the Le'Veon Bell situation. Are, are, are you somebody that on, on the Morrow Mornings uh, radio show, which is on the ESPN Radio affiliate in um, Charleston, South Carolina, by the way, how was week one? Uh, it, was, it was a good start. Okay. That was a very short answer from you. <laughs> are you hinting uh, that, 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 that there is already behind-the-scenes turmoil? Uh, are you talking about for the Steelers or are you talking about the Morrow Mornings show? The Morrow Mornings radio show. Oh, no, no, uh, no turmoil. Okay. Your answer there was, was uh, hinting that, you know, and uh, since we like uh, to start was, drama on teeing it up, you know, I just got to make sure everything's okay with my boy here. Yeah, it, it, it went well, but, you know, we all are our own tough critics, so there's some segments you like, there's some segments you wish went better, but I thought for the first week it was a good start, something to build on here moving forward. No, absolutely, and, and in all seriousness, um, as they say, the radio show you, you you do on day one will be nothing like the radio show you do on you do on, on day 100, so, um, and, and all of us know that. Um, 
uh, yes, on, on the Moral Mornings radio show, have you informed any athlete that listens that they should not tweet? Because <laughs> everything that's happened with Pittsburgh is related to tweeting. Yeah, and just social media in general. It's the yes. live video from a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, yeah, now threats made to reporters on Twitter. And then on top of it, when Mike Tomlin is asked about that stuff, he said he's not going to talk about it. He's only going to talk about real things. But, you know, that stuff's real. When yeah. star receiver is threatening reporters on Twitter, that that's something real that needs to be addressed. So I think Tomlin, if he hasn't already, is in serious danger of losing this locker room. And if they don't start getting some wins this year, I think things can turn really ugly in Pittsburgh and really ugly for Mike Tomlin. Uh, Kansas City, Denver, Monday Night Football. Patrick Mahomes is going to go crazy. Tyree killed the whole gang. Kansas City wins big. I, I think so as well. I'm hesitant just because Denver this year, that Case Keenum magic, uh, you know, they pulled off some come from behind wins when it looked like they're completely out of it. They're, it's a tough place to play in September. Denver is. The Broncos already with two home wins this year. I think the Chiefs are a much better team. The way Mahomes has been playing, I think he keeps that going. The Chiefs should win comfortably, but there's just something about this matchup that I can't really put my finger on that that uh, makes me hesitant that Denver at home, Monday Night Football, against a really good Chiefs team that may be due for a letdown, I think Denver keeps it close somehow, but the Chiefs are a much better team. Mahomes is playing out of his mind right now, and Andy Reid is certainly looking like uh, the best to play caller and quarterback whisperer in the league. You got that right, but but can he win in the playoffs? That's that's yeah. that's everything that matters with Andy Reid. Luke, we are getting towards the end of our radio program. Aww. Hey, background noise! You're being too loud on my show. Either come on the show or be quiet. And Luke said, tell him. That's right. Um, anyway, thank you for saying all. Uh, what is your game of the day? My game of the day, and uh, I always forget to think about this, so I'm going to stall for just a second <laughs> while I look through it. I'm going to go Patriots and Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to go uh, for, for no reason whatsoever. Um, Giants, Saints. I just think it could be highly entertaining. What is your sleeper game? I'm going to say Buccaneers, Bears, because I think this is an interesting test today to kind of see if, A, the Bears are somewhat for real this year, and, B, if Fitzpatrick can keep it going against a good defense. On the road. Philly, Tennessee. I have a feeling the Eagles are going to lose. Just a hunch. Yeah, the Titans have covered four straight uh, at home, so we'll see. They are three-point underdogs at home today. Your uh, game to watch the Ryder Cup press conferences during? There are a couple today. The Niners and the Chargers, Seahawks, Cardinals. Uh, just some, some already uh, some bad quarterbacks in, in those matchups this early in the season. Some bad offenses. Those are just a couple of ugly games today. You failed to mention Titans, uh, sorry, Texans, Colts. We have, uh, uh, have 0-3 versus 1-2. Yeah, but, you know, division rivals, both of their seasons, Probably over at this point already, but season on the line. And I think it could be an, inter- an interesting game. Your survivor game of the day. Ooh, survivor game. I'll say the Chargers at home against C.J. Beathard's 49ers. The Packers against the Bills. I may have said Packers last week, though, so. Anyway, and your player to watch today. Uh, Baker Mayfield, number one overall picks. 
have lost uh, their last 11 first-career starts. I think Mayfield loses today in Oakland, but let's see how he performs in a you know full-time game. And and in a must-win for John Gruden and the Raiders being 0-3 just to be able to get some sanity back in the ball game. Um, Absolutely. Luke, thank you. My pleasure. Everybody, enjoy your football Sunday.